Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers, um, last patient of the day. It's 5 at 5 every Wednesday afternoon. We have a little program that where we take questions from patients or anybody that write in to us or email and hopefully answer some of your questions. Um, as you notice, when I walked in, I do have my mask, my cleaner, my brain, and my questions down here. So... Um, Hopefully you've had a good week. Um, one little story I'll relate to you tonight is, of course, we're in the midst of this pandemic, COVID-19, where all, it's all anybody's talking about. Um, I want to implore you to please relax about this a little bit as far as letting it get you too stressed out. Of course, you need to take the measures and protect yourself and keep up to date with everything and a lot of things down the line I'm going to really have some good shows on this but um, on how to stay healthy and avoid getting viruses and getting sick but anyway um, I did have a patient today that followed up with me um, after having a heart attack last week and two stents um, this patient had a couple risk factors but not what you would typically think for heart disease um, and I really think it was brought on by stress, probably because of this COVID-19. So um, I want to emphasize for you to please learn to relax. Stress is a toxin. So, you know, if you do everything right, you're, you have very little to fear from this thing. If you're smart about it and keep yourself healthy. So stress, I just wanted to tell you about that little story because it was really um, kind of telling. So um, do not panic over this thing. Um, you know, there's businesses may fall away a little bit and your businesses may go down. You may have to learn to chill a little bit and do something a little different, but it's not the end of the world. Take care of your health first. And I'm liking the fact that we're seeing a lot of families out together walking around, people taking more time to kind of think about what their priorities are maybe think about eating right getting outside exercising that type of thing so um, watch out for getting too stressed get your sleep exercise get outside take your vitamins and um, go from there but anyway so we do have some questions uh, from the audience uh, one is what is your office doing different with this uh, coronavirus going around well, as you know, we're open full-time again. We had restricted our hours a little bit for the first few weeks of this and uh, closed early. Now we're open 9 to 5 every day. And we're wearing masks in the office. You can wear a mask if you want to come in. You're not required to. But we do try to maintain the social distance. Um, unless you have a mask on, we'll allow a little closer contact um, for example, if I'm doing a procedure, of course I'm going to be wearing this um, mask. And, you know, we're doing all the procedures now. It's Mother's Day week, and we're doing, of course, Botox, fillers, all the stuff we usually do anyway. Um, so um, I do think the idea of a mask may be overkill, but it's, you know, better be safe than sorry. And we're certainly not seeing sick people at this point, anybody has a temperature or sick with cold, sore throat, flu-like illnesses, GI bugs, we're doing telemedicine. But we're still seeing everything else, so um, come in. 
Um, you know, we are doctors. We're trying to keep people healthy and uh, safe. Um, so we, we've done a lot of telemedicine. It's really been very efficient. People seem to like it. Um, so you can definitely call in for that. Um, and really, if you've been sick, wait 14 days after you've been sick to come in. You can certainly call us at any time. Um, and we do, we're even doing the antibody test to see if you've been exposed to the virus. Um, I've done probably 40 or 50. Knock on wood, I haven't had a positive one yet. Um, the antigen test to see if you have the COVID, you have to go to the health department to get that right now. But uh, the antibody test to see if you've had it in the past and are immune to it, we are doing those in our office. And I've done quite a few, haven't seen a positive yet. Um, fortunately, we're still living in an area that's, I think, pretty protected, and I hope that will continue. Uh, but still, we need to do the safe distancing, hand cleaning, mask, don't put your hands in your face. Uh, do all those things that make common sense anyway. Um, so... I hope that answered you. We'll keep you up to date on this thing. Um, here's another question um, concerning female pellets. If I do pellets as a female, what hormones are included in that, and what about progesterone? Well, as you know, um, there's several ways to get hormone, bioidentical hormones, and I don't like oral hormone therapy except for natural bioidentical progesterone i do like that one it's completely safe the other oral estrogens testosterone i do not like um, it has to go through your liver be metabolized increased chance of having blood clots and things like that although rare i just don't do it there's safer ways so we usually usually use creams or pellets of course pellets which i think i did about seven or eight cases today takes me about a minute to get them in. What we're doing is using estradiol and we're using testosterone. And so for a female, you'll get your progesterone, which you need, whether you have a uterus or not, you still need it, um, is an oral supplement at night. It helps you relax. It kind of makes estrogen safer in every way and helps you sleep. I love um, oral progesterone, bioidentical progesterone, not medroxyprogesterone. A lot of people don't know the difference. Um, but anyway, so those are the three hormones that you need as a female. Um, all right, um, next question here. I just had my second child. I'm 38 years old. And I can tell that my hair is thinning and I feel anxious. Is this hormonal? What's the first thing I should check and do? Well, um, yeah, you know, after you have a child, your hormone levels really drop off. And they can get kind of off kilter for a little while. That's a lot of times when I see autoimmune diseases kick in, uh, like thyroid problems. Um, also, postpartum depression because of the rapid drop-off of progesterone. So, um, But if you have thinning hair, you feel anxious, the first thing I think about was check your thyroid and, and your adrenal glands. Um, so thyroid is the gland that's located in your neck that regulates your metabolism. It regulates your body temperature. Um, so a lot of uh, processes go on with the thyroid gland. So, yeah, the first thing I would do is come in for a, a complete hormone panel. I also need to check and see 
you know, where your DHEA is, where your cortisol levels are, the stress hormone. Um, a lot of that has to do with hair loss. So come in and, yes, get your female hormones checked and let us see if we can't balance them for you and help you with that. That's probably 70% of what we do here. Um, next question. As a woman in my 50s, what labs should I be getting just to stay on top of things? I feel great, and, and, I'll, and I'm on bioidentical hormone replacement. So what labs and what vitamins should I be taking? Um, well, yeah, if, you know, if you're in your 50s, you should probably come in and get our Cleveland Heart Panel that shows not only what your levels of hormones are, but how big your cholesterol particles are, how insulin-resistant you are, your thyroid, your adrenals, your inflammatory markers, your vitamin levels. Sometimes we check um, genetic testing if you're interested. Um, uh, we check blood counts, liver, kidney, you know, about everything we need to really kind of assess your hormonal and metabolism status and... Um, and go from there and you know and we do check certain vitamin levels what vitamins should you take um, of course vitamin d is number one it's really a hormone not a vitamin responsible for so many things it's, it's you can't even mention them here but vitamin d certainly is number one the number one supplement and when you get over 50 i like you to take it with vitamin k2 because what that does is allow the d to bring the calcium into your bones not your arteries so D with K. Um, Omega-3s, that's probably my number two. Um, and we check levels of that and see what your EPA to DPA ratios are. Um, and omega-6 to omega-3 ratios. Threes are good, sixes are generally bad. Um, we, I, like to, I like magnesium. You know, magnesium has a lot of different functions in the body. And we like to get you on the right form of magnesium at night. And that's another great vitamin. Vitamin C, of course, mandatory if you don't want to get sick. It's off the shelves now because of prevention of viruses. Um, zinc's another one, especially for men. But it's also very antiviral. Um, a good multivitamin that has all the, the minerals in it. And, you know, there, there's a list of vitamins that you can get here. I, I certainly take a lot more than that, uh, especially if you're kind of trying to raise your metabolism and your energy levels and support that mitochondrial function that every cell in your body depends on, ATP, think about it. Um, so look at those, those vitamins, and certain people may need different vitamins than others, um, especially if you, like the previous lady, if your hair is thinning, you, you probably need a B-complex vitamin, with, which are energy vitamins, plus biotin, which is a B, a B vitamin. So, um, yeah, you need, you need a, a good panel done, probably once a year and maybe twice a year if you have deficiencies. So certainly we do all those testing in the office. Um, last question, is fasting good for me? Uh, yeah, I love fasting. You know, I practice a form of intermittent fasting myself where I try to eat everything within eight hours. So for 16 hours, I'm not eating anything except maybe my bulletproof coffee in the morning. Um, so I think a good eight-hour feeding window with two meals and 16 hours when you're not eating anything, um, it really clears your brain. You'll sleep better. You'll have more energy, and you'll lose weight as well. Now, I'm not against fasting for 
24 hours, two days. Some people can do it for three days. I've had patients that did it for a week. Um, I, don't, I certainly don't think that's terrible for you. If you're going to do it for longer periods of time, you really need to kind of get adjusted to that. But um, I think fasting, it's, it's a biblical thing. It's been around for eons, and it's actually very, very healthy for you to do, at least the intermittent fasting. So um, I hope this helps. Uh, again, these are kind of weird times with this coronavirus. Uh, we'll try to keep you informed on everything that uh, is up to date and on things you can do. I always tell my patients, Learn how to take care of yourself um, so that you'll be able to help other people and because that's in the end, that's what we all are here for. So I hope to see you next week at 5 for 5. If you have questions, you can email them to us or fax them in at performancemedicine.net. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.